Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. My 28 male wife 27 female is emotionally cheating on me and not actually willing to work on the relationship issues we've been struggling with. Need advice, encouragement, and perspective. Long post. So things have been pretty rocky between my wife and I for several months. We had a rough 2020, didn't most of us, but I thought it was more due to the stress of my job, than COVID-19. Then she lost her job and my job started getting worse as I felt a stressful anxiety to perform even better as the only income earner at the time. Then she started a new job and we sort of, drifted apart. Early this year we had a talk about this where I expressed my sadness that we are so distant and haven't connected in a long time. We haven't been physically intimate in nearly all this time tier. In early April I commenced individual therapy and it has really helped me process my thoughts and feelings and I've been actively trying to share those with my wife and be confident in being vulnerable and honest and genuine. She told me, however, that she feels like she is smothered and overwhelmed and needs space which I've tried to respect and give to her. Through all of this, though, she's indicated that she does want to work on improving things with me and getting to a place where we can both be happy. So I've had hope that if I keep trying and putting in effort, things will move toward a better place. It hasn't. I don't know if anything I am doing is helping or hurting, giving space, trying to be more supportive of her, not trying to be controlling or restrictive. She still seems so far away. I find myself holding back things if normally be excited to tell her about because she gives off a vibe that I annoy and distract and bother her. I brought this up to her and how I felt like she's not putting in much effort from my point of view and that I don't think there's a way to improve our relationship without actually spending time together talking about it and addressing it. She indicated that she had been trying and putting an effort for the past year and felt like I was the one who wasn't doing anything and now she's kinda burnt out. I apologized and said I can't change what I did or did not do in the past, but I am ready and willing and trying hard to fix things now, but I need her help too. She didn't have much to say to that. And because of the distance between us, I've started to notice how close she has gotten with a co-worker of hers. A single guy, about my age. They see each other every day. Go out to lunch almost every day sometimes just the two of them. Sometimes with others. My wife frequently stays late at work and, though not confirmed to me, I am pretty sure he's always there too. They go out for drinks with co-workers and have attended soccer games together. Just the two of them. And then gone out to bars and I know they've gone over to his place till after midnight as well. This all makes me feel super uneasy and hurt. My wife doesn't do any of this with me. In fact it seems like a chore to her to have to spend time with me, but she willingly and gleefully seems to adore being around this guy I'll call him Mark for ease of reference. This has been happening since like early March at least. I didn't bring anything up then because, one she even mentioned to me that she didn't want to make me sad by hanging out with Mark, but that he's a good guy and had never tried anything. Two things were starting to get rocky between me and her and I wasn't confident enough to assert myself. Three I didn't want to feel like the jealous boyfriend type and tell her she can't be friends with a guy. Well, as things have deteriorated between us and I've observed her talking to him and spending what seems like most of her time with him. It's been hurting me more and more. I told her last week that they are making me uncomfortable. She asked well, what do you want me to do about it? And I felt very strongly that she should be the one to decide what she wants to do with. The information I give to her about my feelings on her closeness with Mark. 
mark, she never suggested anything, just said that I can put my mind at ease about that and it kinda tapered off into her accusing me of not trusting her. I told her that I do trust her to jot do anything physical with him but that I do not trust Mark because I don't know him. She seemed taken aback by that. After I told my wife that I was uncomfortable with her and Mark being together so much in their friendship or whatever it is, I felt very strongly that I shouldn't tell her what to do or anything. I didn't want her to feel controlled by me, but she also didn't propose anything to resolve this herself. The next few days I did notice she was at home more often and didn't go out for her usual drinks and happy hour with co-workers, which usually resulted in her spending extra time afterwards with Mark. I could tell she was sad and really down and I ended up telling her that I want her to be happy and do what makes her happy and I worried that she basically took that to mean that she should continue doing whatever she's doing with Mark regardless of my feelings. I've spoken with my therapist about my feelings on this and what I am wary about and what is giving me pause and anxiety about my wife's friendship with her co-worker. I told my therapist about how it makes me uncomfortable that my wife and Mark see each other all the time. That she chooses actively to spend more time with Mark than me. That she seems to constantly be texting him. That I've seen her sitting on the other couch near me. Texting in long threads or continually chatting when I am lucky when she sends me three texts during the day. That she has on several occasions gone out drinking with him and then went over to his place and didn't get home until around 2am when he drove her home. That just last weekend she brought our dog over while she went out with some girlfriends and had Mark dog sit while I was out of town and didn't even tell me about that until after the fact. That she seems to be happier when she comes back from hanging out with him or when she's talking him. That reminds me of how she seemed and acted when we were first dating and getting to know each other and that crushes me. I just have really weird gut feelings about the whole thing. From my perspective which is the only one I have since she won't talk to me about this I feel like lines have been crossed that should not be in a marriage. In fairness to her, maybe she doesn't think any boundaries have been broken. Or maybe she is towing the line and it's only a matter of time until stuff gets physical. I told my therapist that it hurt me when I explicitly told my wife last Sunday that her closeness with him is making me uncomfortable and uneasy she immediately responded with well we are just friends. So you can put your mind at ease about that. And then immediately shifted the conversation to well what do you want me to do about it. He's one of the few things that have brought me happiness and support lately which absolutely crushed me. It doesn't feel to me like they are just friends and I can't shake the weird feeling. And it makes me feel so bad and guilty to feel like this because i want to give her the benefit of the doubt and not assume the worst but also i feel like my feelings are valid and deserve to be respected too anyway after i told her that i want her to be happy and do what makes her happy this past saturday night she went to a co-worker's wedding with a big group this has been planned for a while it was a small wedding and i didn't go mark was there they all got super drunk together and then Aditi brought her home at 1am and she was absolutely wasted and while I was helping get her into bed and making sure she'd be okay. She just kept repeating over and over how's Mark? Is Mark okay? Did Mark get home? And I said I am sure he's fine. I don't have his number. You can find out tomorrow. Then she goes I know his number. And started saying my number. That hurt. Then she kept asking about how he was doing and if he was okay until she fell asleep. Now, a couple days out of that moment and still processing it, I feel even more like she's totally lost feelings and attraction for me and that she's not just friends with this guy but is more emotionally invested in him than she's willing to let on or maybe even admit to herself. It's really hurting me and I can't get it out of my head and my mind keeps wandering and assuming things and I really want to have a real honest conversation about this with her but I'm nervous that one it's going to come out as accusatory and interrogative on my part and make her super defensive and dismissive from the get-go and two I get all hung up that I already shut the door on this issue and shouldn't rehash it with her because I already brought up that I'm uncomfortable with their dynamic and then a few days later told her I just want her to be happy and do what makes her happy. I am constantly hurting. 
There's a pit in my stomach. I don't have an appetite. I am not sleeping. I am losing weight. I can't focus or concentrate. I worry all the time about if she's flirting with him or texting him sexual stuff or hugging him or if they cuddle when they're together all things she doesn't do with me. I get angry because he's a single dude who also actively chooses to spend all his time with a married woman what's in it for him. And then I feel guilty about feeling all this stuff. Anyway, I'd love some advice. I just want this hurt to stop. I want her to be honest with me. If she's done with us, then tell me. If she would rather be with him, then tell me. If she's emotionally cheating, I want her to know that. Own it. And understand how it's hurting me. How can I broach this subject with her? Should I? How can I get some answers and definition about the dynamic between her and Mark but not in an accustory interrogative way? Is she emotionally cheating on me? How should I confront this? My therapist didn't really have suggestions for me beyond yes you should have this conversation and you should firmly know going into what your boundaries for a married relationship, even one that's rocky, are and what is and is not okay for your partner to do. I've confided in several close friends and my sister about the details I shared here and every single one of them thought it was ducked up, even for my wife to be doing in a marriage where everything was okay. That makes me feel a bit more validated, but I still don't know the best way to go about initiating this conversation and having it be an open and honest discussion where my thoughts and feelings can be heard and where she doesn't immediately feel defensive and defective. Please help. I welcome any and all advice, comments, thoughts, and please be blunt. Feel free to DM as well. Too long didn't read based on my reading of others' experiences and various articles and my own feelings. I am concerned that my wife is emotionally cheating on me. I share examples in the long thread. My therapist and close friends who know the details all think that my wife's behavior is not okay, but I'm struggling with the best way to initiate a conversation with her that will be open and honest and productive. If she is emotionally invested in someone else, I don't think I want to continue being in a relationship with her, but I want her to tell me that so I can have some sort of confidence in making my decision moving forward because right now I feel like I'm trying to stand still on shaking sands and I'm hurting and it all absolutely sucks. This is going to be hard to swallow but reading through your whole post I think it's more than emotionally cheating and I think it's probably got physical. A large part of your story I have lived through. For the last 18 months I feared my wife was getting too attached to a male friend. At worst I thought she was emotionally cheating. We grew apart. I voiced my concerns to be told I've got nothing to worry about. I am jealous. Asking me if she is not allowed male friend etc. The truth was much worse and she had been sleeping with him. Been told only on one occasion but I think that is a lie as I only have proof of one night. It started off with snapchat and I found out they had messaged each other every day for over a year. Was told he was just a friend. I told her how uncomfortable I was with it and she did stop messaging him I think. Then I said look if he is just a friend that's okay I don't want to dictate who you talk to big mistake and it then led to them falling for each other and ultimately sleeping with each other. The way she is reacting to you, the stuff she is doing and saying are all major red flags. I am sorry you are going through this and I know exactly how that awful feeling in the pit of your stomach is right now. If you want to chat and share thoughts or whatever just PM me. Edit if you sit down and talk about the subject again. Do not expect her to suddenly admit anything. Without knowing you, have proof 99 times out of a 100 she will not own up to anything. Update after post re-emotional affair. Wife still denying anything. Expressing zero remorse or acknowledgement of my feelings. This goes against what many people here have said about me not engaging with her. She could tell something was up with me and kept asking what was going on and what's bothering me. I finally broke and talked to her. I mentioned my specific concerns and told her that what's been happening is not okay and that it feels like lines and boundaries are being crossed. She seemed unfazed. She seemed offended that I would even think that something inappropriate was going on. 
She denied that they have been physical together. She said I've only been out till 2 a.m. with him twice. Yeah, well that's too, too many times for me. I said, she seemed to refuse to even attempt to see it from my point of view or an outside perspective. It's telling to me that so many other people could recognize that maybe even texting a co-worker so much and worrying about his well-being after the drinking was crossing a line. My wife seems to refuse to believe that she's crossing lines. She refused to acknowledge that maybe what she's doing is wrong or actually hurtful. He's like my best friend right now. Yeah, well why can't I be that? I am your husband. I know things are rocky and weird with us right now but I am trying to work on things and I can't help but feel there's stuff you're not telling me. All I want is for her to accept some responsibility and remorse. She kept saying what do you want me to do? She kept pointing out that they really haven't been together too much or stayed out late more than twice. Uck it just feels like we got nowhere. When I spoke with her and told her how hurt and uncomfortable her behavior with Mark is making me, she seemed unfazed. Her first reaction, rather than being sorry or concerned that I am being hurt, was to say well what do you want me to do about it? I shouldn't have to walk her through this. She's a very intelligent person she should be able to see that maybe there's even just a slight chance that what she's doing would look bad to anyone looking from the outside in. She's blinded by whatever she's feeling and doing. She kept deflecting. I told her it made me uncomfortable that she was out till 2 a.m. drunk with him. That it was weird, she said. Well that's only happened twice. She noted that they've only been to three soccer game dates together. That doesn't matter to me. The amount of times doesn't matter. What matters is that now she knows how it is hurting me and that I told her I am not going to put up with it anymore. She should proceed accordingly. I told her that I want to be happy and I want to be with someone who makes me happy. I said I want her to be with someone she wants to be with also. And I don't want either of us to have to feel forced or like every day we have to try to conjure up feelings for the other person. She told me she loves me and wants to be with me. It felt hollow. I told her she seems completely emotionally invested in him and that there's no more room for me. I told her I feel like a roommate who sits around while she dates. Mark. She kept saying we're just friends and I am not even with him all that much. She denied any physical intimacy between them. She said that other co-workers have asked her if anything is going on between her and Mark. I asked her what does is anything going on mean to her. She couldn't spell it out. I told her that I find it incredibly hard to believe that Mark a single guy my age has anything to gain from being just friends with a married woman. I told her that no matter how good of a guy she thinks he is, he has certainly had the thought crossed his mind of hum. What if? She denied that they talk about their feelings for each other. I don't believe believe it. I told her that if he knows about our marriage issues, then it makes it even more suspicious that he continues to hang around. It's like he's just waiting for the off chance we do break up so he can have her with no strings. I can't shake the feeling that she's lying to me. Something more has to be going on and she is trickle-truthing me. I feel gaslit. I feel crazy that I am feeling so bothered and anxious by all this. I wish she'd show some ducking remorse or own up to it. I told her how I sat on telling her my true feelings about this for so long because I was being too considerate of her feelings and neglecting my own but that I needed to protect myself going forward. I told her we need to tell each other the hard stuff that might hurt the other person and be ready to do so. I mentioned that I want to be open and honest and vulnerable with her and would expect the same from her. Even if she thinks it'll hurt me or I can handle it, I want her to tell me. I am not going to talk to her about this again. There's no point. She seems unwilling to accept that she's in the wrong here and very plainly hurting a person she claims to love. I know I am being naive and stupid and will get tons of comments telling me similarly, but I am struggling so hard to get my head and heart around the idea of snooping into her phone. Honestly, I've been curious. 
But despite the heartbreak she's causing me, it's really hard for me to pull the trigger on that. And even if I didn't even if I found something damning, I think I'd have an even more difficult time figuring out how to best confront her with that information. I feel so down on myself that I feel this way, that I feel so stuck, that I've let myself get to this position. I can't stop thinking, where I screwed up along the way. What's wrong with me? What can I change? How can I change? Why is this happening? I am so tired of all of this. Update 2 We talked. She confessed that she's in love with someone else. I told her it's over. Hardest thing I've ever done. I told her I know about her and Mark. I told her that I don't want to do this anymore and that I want her to be happy and do what makes her happy. But if that includes being with Mark, then I don't want to continue to be together. I told her we should go our separate ways. I told her I don't want to be in a marriage with a woman who isn't in love with me and isn't happy with me. She cried and cried and confessed that she and Mark do have feelings for each other but she is adamant that it's progressed to nothing physical. I told her that regardless, I don't feel that we can continue how things are and that we should separate. I threw out the D word several times and she got super upset and emotional, saying that I'd already made up my mind without her and wasn't even discussing it. I told her that she had made up her her mind to pursue those feelings with Mark and did nothing to stop it back then. That put her on edge too she told me I was being mean, and not understanding. I told her that I can understand her losing feelings for me and falling in love with someone else, but that I don't have to accept an EA and I wasn't going to put up with this anymore. Then she started begging, crying, saying that it seems like a rash, drastic decision to divorce and that we should try just an actual separating first. I said, I don't know what that will do for us. You'll just go off with Mark. Right. She didn't really answer. She maintained that she doesn't want to jump straight to divorce. I maintained that I see no other option at this point. Even marriage counseling in my view wouldn't work. Because of work obligations. I can't just leave but I booked a flight to go stay with my family this weekend. I cannot describe the immense relief I felt when I told her we should proceed to get divorced. The other good feeling I had was basically realizing that. She's made a choice. She's picking him by not outright saying she'll cut things off completely with him. She's made a choice. I don't want to be with someone who won't choose me. Added for everyone concerned about the process of me moving forward with the divorce. Our finances are already separated and we have very little marital property under the law. The biggest dispute will be over our dog. I am in a no-fault divorce state and the 60-day separation requirement before the divorce can be finalized is already met as we have been living under the same roof without sexual cohabitation for over 60 days. I don't foresee this being too procedurally or financially difficult emotionally and mentally for sure update 3 gave her the divorce papers got a new job trying to move on and start healing but it's so hard I served the divorce papers earlier this week it went better than expected we didn't really fight she didn't try to blame shift or gaslight me this time in fact she apologized for not being easy to deal with lately and for not handling the whole mark thing very well she said that she always felt like not crossing any lines or boundaries physically prevented it from being cheating she didn't realize until I started talking more seriously about it to her that the emotional affair aspect of it all was very real and very devastating to me it was good to hear that doesn't change anything for me but at least there was some ounce of acknowledgement from her she told me she's sorry she did things that hurt me but that none of it was intentional i still don't believe that she is being honest with me she's lied to my face for months and has treated me like less than even a roommate for so long it hurts to know that the woman I thought I could love and trust more than anything was so capable of hurting me like this. She asked if we could still be friends after all of this. Ha. She told me I am her best friend and she doesn't want to lose me. She hasn't even treated me like a best friend for months. In fact she has straight up told me that Mark is her best friend. I don't want to deal with that. 
Everything in my life reminds me of her in some way books, music, TV shows and movies, restaurants, even certain roads I have to drive down. I feel sick to my stomach every morning, when I wake up and that turns into me feeling numb and sluggish the rest of the days. I go to the gym or go on a run every morning to try and set myself up for a better day. It helps, but I think it's because I'm so used to doing it out of habit. I'm having a hard time eating and sleeping and focusing on anything else. I fixate on all this on her, on us, on our past, on what I could have done differently or better. I still find myself feeling like it's all my fault like I wasn't good enough for her and she had to seek satisfaction from someone else. It sucks to feel like that. Anyway I got offered a great new job in my old home state. So around the first week of August I will be starting my new job and preparing my complete move out of this toxic environment I'm in now. I'm going to be moving to about 30 minutes from my family and will be closer to a couple of my very best friends. I think that will be good for me. I'm putting in my two weeks notice at my current job today. I anticipate the rest of the divorce should go smoothly. I told her I don't care about much of the stuff we have or the furniture. I just want to take the bed I've been sleeping in in the guest room. The desk and bookshelf I have used for working remotely and a dresser to assist me in storing clothes. Everything else I don't care about. I just want to disassociate from everything about her and be able to move on and heal. The worst part though, she is going to get to keep our dog. I always knew our puppy was going to be the biggest sticking point. She was going to fight me tooth and nail for him. She knows how much I care for him and how bonded he and I are and how dedicated I am to him. I made clear to her that I want to keep him but she adamantly refused. She said that she can't believe I'd be willing to leave her high and dry and with nobody and even try to take her dog away from her too. She is jealous that I am closer with my family than she is with hers and that I'm moving to be near my parents and siblings. Also how am I leaving her high and dry? I'm giving her practically everything. Plus, she has Mark now. I decided that I just want this to be over with and I want to start moving on from this. And if the dog is going to be the only thing slowing that down, I felt like I needed to give him up for my own sanity. But it's going to be so hard. It feels like I'm losing two people that I love. And it's devastating. Or at least one soul that I love entirely. And another person that I love and thought loved me and cared about me and that ended up not being the case. I feel like I mean nothing to her. Like everything I've done in the years we've been together has been worthless. I'm so tired. So strained. So ready for it all to end. Divorcing, moving across the country, starting a new job it's all so much. And I'm so overwhelmed and nervous and exhausted. Vent rant duck my life. Status as of right now. The initial divorce filing has been served just hashing out some portions of the separation agreement now. It won't take long to finalize. I have resigned from my current role and accepted a really great position at the top law firm in a city about 30 minutes from where I grew up. I will be moving back there across the country from where I am now on August 6th and starting the new job shortly thereafter. Because of how fast this all happened, I'll initially be staying with my parents while I get settled with the new job and figure out my own housing situation. But I am looking forward to living nearby my family my parents, two siblings who I am very close with. I also have lots of good friends out there who I haven't seen very much since I moved away about 6-7 years ago and I'm looking forward to spending more time with. Given how fast all this is happening and I am not certain exactly where I'll end up living at least not for probably a month or two I had to make a lot of quick decisions. My initial thoughts were to spend the next two weeks packing up my stuff and then load boxes and furniture into one of those pod things for storage and moving. That way I could just have it shipped to the new location and stored while I figure out exactly where I will be living after staying with my parents for a bit. That way I could just drive myself out there, with my essentials in the car, and kinda turn it into a fun road trip to cool off with. Not having to, worry about a trailer or a moving truck or anything I could just stop by and go see some MLB games at various ballparks, hit up some cool craft breweries, or maybe see some new sites in states I've not visited before. But. 
at the same time, I have to acknowledge that I am struggling right now. This shit is hard. I have good days. I have lots of bad days. I am trying to stay strong, but it is so difficult. I am doing my best 180 and gray rock not helping out around the house at all and just trying to take care of myself as much as possible. Even though I've made this decision and feel good about it and feel like it's the right choice. I am still so scared and nervous. It's like I am packing up my whole life from the last six years and just flinging it away. It makes me feel badly that I am moving back in with my parents and I am almost 30. Even knowing it is only temporary still makes feel like I am just kinda losing it. Returning to my hometown area makes me feel like I am taking a step backwards. Like I moved out, got my law degree, got married. It all felt like I was forging my own path and now I am just retracing my steps. It's hard to feel confident and strong in my decisions now and going forward when I feel like I've lost ground. I have zero motivation to pack or move furniture. I've packed a few boxes of books and winter clothes and stuff. But the more I look at it and the more I see all the other stuff I have, the more I am just like do I really need or want any of this. Plus, the pod thing seems like a great idea, but it's going to end up being crazy expensive at a time when I am going to be straining a little financially until things stabilize a bit more. I almost would rather just ducking leave it all. Just pack my Civic with my clothes. My essentials maybe rent a small trailer or something if I need a little extra space and then just get the heck out of town. Do my little road trip and get some me time. And then not look back. I don't really want most of the furniture we have anyway. It's going to remind me of her and of getting it with her and stuff. I thought about some of it like the grill, the bar card I have that I really like, my home office desk. But ultimately, I am not going to be able to even use any of that for a few months anyway. Given that I don't even have my own place yet and don't know for sure when or where that will be. And when I do figure that out, then I could just buy new stuff myself. But then my brain flip-flops and thinks, you're still being weak. You're giving her everything. Take it all. Take everything. Get over IT. I've considered just flying out there to be with my family or flying somewhere else in between jobs to literally just chill and hang out and breathe a bit. Then start the new job. Work there and get settled for a few weeks and get some actual time and distance from the soon-to-be ex-wife and divorce situation. Then fly back and, with a refreshing outlook, decide what stuff I really want need and pack anything up. Get a U-Haul if I decide I need to. And then drive it all back to my family's place. I am not sure what the best thing is to do. On the one hand, some breathing room would be very welcome and healthy for me. On the other hand, that path would prolong the finalization of everything and may require me to see the soon-to-be ex-wife again, or risk her doing stupid shit with my stuff I don't think she would. But as I've learned time and time again, you never know. I welcome any thoughts opinions or similar experiences on the proposed ideas above. Ugh. This is also hard. It messes with your head in so many different and surprising ways. I know I need to do what's best for me but like. Navigating all these little nuanced details and making the tiny everyday decisions that comes with a divorce and a big move and a job change. Man it is just a lot and it is hard to deal with and figure things out. It's just so much change happening so fast and all at the same time. I feel like it hasn't really hit me yet. I feel so emotionally drained. I mean. I am sad. I am scared. I am hurt. I am angry. I am frustrated. I am nervous. I am excited. It all sucks. I feel like I haven't yet had that big release emotionally. Update 4 Finally, a good update in this divorce journey. Hoping this can provide some encouragement and support to those about to embark on this very difficult path. Finally a good update. It's been about 2 months since I resolved to get divorced about 6 weeks since I prepared the divorce papers and almost a month since I moved out and moved across the country to start a new job. It has been an incredibly wild, emotional journey. Lots of good days and bad days and the bad ones come and go in waves. The best thing I can do during those bad waves is just ride them out and know that when the next ones hit, I'll be better prepared to ride them. Someone shared with me recently the 5 most stressful events in life. The death of a loved one, divorce, moving, 
Major illness, loss of job, I realized that I pretty much checked off three of the top five and I could even throw in death of a loved one, since my soon-to-be ex-wife's infidelity killed the persona of who I thought she really was. In situations where you get a new job, or make a big move, you will lean on your partner but that was not something I was able to do this time, making my loss of her even more extreme. I have experienced bouts of anxiety, depression, stress, and lots of sleepless nights, less now than six to eight weeks ago when I was in the middle of all this and still trying to figure out what to do. I am doing better now so much better than I could have expected. So I wanted to provide an update on what is good that is going on in my life right now. The new job is going great. I was nervous at first starting a new thing but honestly, this new firm is excellent. The other people here are so friendly and helpful. And the law that I am practicing combines my two favorite areas of law and I'm learning a lot and really enjoying it. Tomorrow was my 29th birthday and I had some friends visit me from out of state. Went on a long run, ate tons of good food, and had a great day. I have always been exercise minded, but it definitely waned when I was going through D-Day and living with my ex and it was hard to focus on physical activity. But I have consistently been returning to the gym since I moved away and I have been training for a marathon. I am running at the third week of September with my sister who has been a huge support for me during this time. The marathon is at Mount Rushmore and will be very, very cool and refreshing to do. I have refound my love of reading. Here are some books a mix of fiction non-fiction and self-help that I have really enjoyed lately. I am always welcome to suggestions and recommendations. Billy Summers by Stephen King. The Whisper Man by Alex North. The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Duck by Mark Manson. The Gifts of Imperfect by Brent Brown. Maybe You Should Talk to Someone by Lori. Gottlieb, Severance by Ling Ma, Atomic Habits by James Clear, What Happened to You, by Oprah Winfrey and Brewsty, Perry, The Eye of the World by Robert Jordan, The Great Hunt by Robert Jordan, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, The Body Keeps the Score by D. Vander Koch, I have found my own place, the housing market is insane out where I am right now, so buying a house is simply just not feasible for me at the moment, but I found a great two bedroom apartment at a reasonable price, in a great part of town close enough to my office downtown to not make the commute a pain but far enough away to not be paying downtown premium prices. Plus, it is right near a bunch of excellent dog parks, walking trails, and mountain hiking areas so I can spend a lot of time being active and outdoors with the new dog I will be adopting. Brings me to my next point I got to meet the new dog I am adopting today. I met him at a park and got to play fetch with him and take him on a walk. He was so friendly, so playful, and so happy to hang out with me. It made my heart feel so full and I am so happy to know that this is going to work out for me. His name is Marley and he is going to be my new best buddy. My sock day finally arrived one chapter of my life has ended another begins. Happy endings. Guess what I came home to yesterday. Correspondence from the court containing the final decree of dissolution. It is done. My marriage is officially over. I feel strange. Numb is probably the best way to describe it. I am relieved. But I can also feel a thick lump stuck in my throat. The good thing is that everything is done the legal matters are settled financials are all sorted out. I officially have no reason to be in contact with her ever again. As far as I am concerned, my past life with her while still a big part of me is in the past and that is where it belongs and where I will strive to make it stay. I tried hard to work on the marriage before her emotional affair bubbled to the surface. And while I know that I have my faults and certainly there are many, I know that my love for her was real and powerful and that is why this hurts still. I gave my heart to another person, someone I thought I could trust more than anyone and who would reciprocate that love and companionship and loyalty. And she tossed that aside. I know that I tried my best and I would have done everything for her and for our family, 
but she chose to throw that away. She checked out of our marriage she threw away our vows she failed to be honest and true to me and that is what matters. Thanks to all of you beautiful internet strangers who have followed my story, who have provided me support and love and care from across the planet. I never would have guessed that in my lowest moments, the most strength and love I would feel would come from people I have never met in real life. This community is wonderful and I truly don't think I'd be here without it. As cliche as it may be, the lyrics to Taylor Swift's All Too Well have been very meaningful to me through this separation and divorce, particularly. And I know it's long gone and there was nothing else I could do and I forget about you long enough to forget why I needed to. I know that there was nothing else I could do and nothing else I needed to do. I made the best choices for myself, planted my feet, firmly facing forward, and started down a path to a new life for me. I know that it will take time for me to heal and that I need to allow myself to mourn and to grieve, but I know that eventually, I will forget about her. There will no longer be good times or bad times just time. She is my ex-wife. And that is all. Finally, from all too well again. Cause there we're again when I loved you so back before you lost the one real thing you've ever known. I know that I loved her and that I treated her so well and she threw it all away for some asshole dude who thinks it's just all fun and games to go after another man's spouse. She lied to my face, denied any wrongdoing, gaslit me and manipulated me. She refused to acknowledge my feelings. She made me feel for so long, like this was all my fault. Like there was something lacking in myself and that I was the one who needed to do more and give her space and, 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 duck it all. It doesn't matter anymore. I loved her she lost me. She lost one of the best things that was a part of her life. I would have given her a lifetime of happiness and she tossed it to the side. She did it because she is selfish and lazy and narcissistic and scared and a myriad of other things. The loss is on her entirely on her. I am going to stay strong. I will keep working hard. I will pick myself up whenever I fall off this horse that is called life and I am going to sit up tall and keep moving moving forward until I can look back and see this whole shitty experience is merely a dot in the distant horizon. And out in front of me, I have a life. And it only goes in one direction forward. There is a beautifully vast landscape out there. A whole life of love and adventure awaiting me and my dog, Marley. So many people who experienced what you have experienced, are seeking closure. Reading this post, I don't think that I have ever seen any better closure from a shit situation than what you wrote here. You sir are freaking strong. You will move on and you will be happy again. That I am sure of. For your future. I wish you all the best. Lots of happy times with Marley and most of all, that you never stop moving forward. There is nothing that can stop you. Good luck on your way forward and stay strong. Thanks for watching. Consider subscribing for more videos. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.